I'm Dr. Lara Devgan. I'm a plastic surgeon in New York City, the CEO of Scientific Beauty, and of course, a major beauty enthusiast. You are listening to Beauty Bosses, where we chat with fellow industry leaders who are shaping beauty, fashion, wellness, and all things pretty. Welcome to episode 15 of Beauty Bosses. Um, I'm so pleased to introduce you guys to the founders of Physique 57. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thank you guys so much for coming. Um, so we have uh, Tanya Becker and Jennifer Vaughn Manavi. Mm-hmm. And these two women started what has to be one of the most popular exercise phenomena in all of New York and I think the nation because I know so many people who are massively devoted to Physique 57. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, We've been so around. <laughs> <laughs> You've been around. I know Okay, so take us back, you know, what we like to do on this show is really talk about the origin of your business. So take us back to the start of Physique 57. You know, now it's this empire, but back in the day when it was just an idea, what happened? Sure. I'll let Jennifer well, start. It was only an idea for like 48 hours and then, <laughs> then it got started. So in um, August of 2005, there was a, um, a very popular exercise studio called the Lottie Burke Method. And Tommy had worked there for 10 years, and I had been a client for five years. And at that time, they announced that they were closing. So we we didn't know each other, actually. So as a client, I was devastated that it was closing. Tanya already knew that it would be closing, and she had moved away. But I was just left with uh, a devastating situation that there, this exercise method that I loved so much was gone. So really, like... As soon as I learned that it was closing, I quit my job and tried to figure out. My, my, I used to work on Wall Street and quit that job and tried to figure out how to find Tanya and get her to start this business with me, which took about two months. Yeah, but, she, uh, she found me. I found her. <laughs> so this was happening simultaneously. So, I was think I had the same thought that Lonnie Burke was going to close. I had this epiphany that this method was amazing. How was I going to keep it going? And I knew that that was my life mission at that moment. And and you guys were friends. No, no, we didn't. No, she didn't know me. No, and I didn't know her. I knew she was an amazing teacher, but I didn't know her. And the woman who owned Lottie Berg said you should call her because if you do want to start something similar, then you should find Tommy Becker. I was already off recreating what the method was, which had amazing principles. But I, I've been a dancer and choreographer my whole life, and I wanted to add my spit on it which actually I ended up falling backwards into the fitness industry I I didn't even at that time Lottie Burke it was a tremendous exercise but we didn't realize at that moment like the benefits um, that we now know of of what the method is of bone density so tell us a little bit about the methods in terms of both Lottie Burke and Physique 57 like what do they have in common and for those of our listeners and viewers who are not familiar with Physique 57, what is it? All right, I'll get a, a little scientific here. So the Lottie Burke method was uh, uh, founded by a woman, Lottie Burke, who was a dancer who had been injured. And she rehabilitated her body through doing isometric exercises that were based in Pilates and yoga. And that was what the Lottie Burke method was. Uh, very isometric, meaning just holding and very small movement. My take on it was from my background in choreography was to use music and start to make the movement not just isometric but isotonic, so small, 
get into the pose, if you will, and then make it bigger. So what ended up happening was it became cardiovascular. So women started losing dress sizes rapidly, and I didn't even know. I was just bored, and I was just creating, and I was like, oh, what if we do this, and what if we use our, move our bodies this way, and if we incline and do this, that, and what happened was, like, like I said, I fell backwards into creating what we refer to as interval overload, high-intensity training, which changes the body rapidly. And let so. me just add that physique 57 is really hard. When you, <laughs> when you, so full disclosure, I've done some physique 57 classes in my day. And actually Tanya taught me um, after my twin delivery when I was just so strong trying to get my life back together, <laughs> my physique back, back together. But when I was first initiated to physique 57, I looked at all these videos online and it looks it looks easy. It looks serene. Like yes, people doing tiny yes. little ballet movements at a bar. And then you're in the class and you wonder why you feel Start near death. <laughs> I, know. Yes. I know. I know. And it works. And I think that that can be the challenge for people. But what I think clients should understand and come back is that, yes, it feels hard, but you're, you can stop and start whenever you need to. Your body is still going to change whether you reset a thousand times during class really? and that you just keep getting stronger and stronger and you build the endurance and stamina. But that first class can be um, a shock to the system. Yes. But I know that for both of you, you both have different stories about how this method has helped you personally. I know, Jennifer, right. you were recovering from a back surgery. Right. I was recovering from, uh, I didn't actually end up having surgery, but I had a bad oh, back, back injury. 16 okay. on. And, um, and I was just suffering from like, exercise boredom and I went out one night with some friends and a, a friend of mine Kate was talking about how much she didn't like this method because it was so hard and with the Lonnie Burke method she said it's so hard and and you you have to work on flexibility and strength and your core muscles and she was saying how she has like she was still sore two weeks later and I, I basically went like the next day to me that sounded amazing so when I went for my first class I, and I've said this so many times, and it's so true. I, within 10 minutes in that class, I said, I will do this for the rest of my life. It just, to me, it made so much sense. And this is back in the 90s with step classes and aerobics and all this, like, stuff that you just knew you wouldn't be doing when you're 70. I was like, you know, what is this? And then to go to this class, I thought, you really could do this, like, your entire life. And I've seen women of all ages, all from ages. teenagers to 60s, 70s, and beyond mm -hmm. in your classes, which is it amazing. It means wherever you are in life. That's yeah. right. Really. Prenatal, postnatal. Right. And for you, uh, I was reading that you have an amazing story about how Physique 57 helped you as well. Tell us that story. Are you referencing when I gained 70 pounds? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can <laughs> say, oh, that. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, so we have that in common. I have uh, twins and um, you know, I've been a dancer my whole life, and I, as you know, pregnancy, I just, I didn't know what was going to happen to my body, and I gained all this weight, not intentionally. Um, I just, some of it came off right away, but the 30 pounds came off right away, and then the 40 pounds, I said to myself, if, if physique doesn't work, I'm going to have to quit my own job, um, and it did. And what, what's more important, which we've touched on, is it, yes, it works quickly in aesthetics and, and, and that's great and, and women should feel beautiful. I know this is about beauty as well and feeling good in your skin. But what I love about the method and art is our community and that the women and the clients are actually cheering me on and that there's this sense of um, camaraderie um, 
and support no matter what you're going through in life. And it's, it can be weight gain, it can be a divorce, it can be an illness. And there's just so many layers to what the method does in the, our community. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the business of Physique 57 sure. because I'm so interested in entrepreneurs in the space related to beauty, including fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started Physique 57 in 2006 with a single studio in New York City. And it has blown up into a worldwide brand. And you have Physique 57 Studios now in New York, Los Angeles, Bangkok, Dubai, Mumbai, and I don't know what else is planned. We're opening in Saudi Arabia and Manila. Wow. So that is amazing. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about business. I know, Jennifer, you have an MBA, and Tanya, you have... A crash course in business yes. from all of them <laughs> from later on in her. Um, I think by osmosis you yes. have MBA too. Um, so tell us about how this became a business that first of all became profitable with one studio and then became scalable. Sure. Actually, we were talking about this beforehand that it really was almost just a labor of love. I mean, I I did do a financial model and I realized early on that this could be a profitable endeavor, but it really wasn't about that. Like, I don't think we talked about money much. I mean, we did, but not a lot. And it really... Like, how do we stay in existence? It was just, how do we make clients happy? happy? Right. How do we, like, how do we grow the business? How do we find great teachers? How do we treat people well? How do we deliver amazing customer service? And, you know, lo and behold, we just were making money, but it really wasn't... I, I mean, I... It, we were saying before, like when we would get interviewed ourselves about the business and have to get, Tanya was on like Martha Stewart and, and one week Dr. Oz and Martha Stewart and like Good Morning America. We were saying it, it's awkward for us to make it about us. It's really, that's our sweet spot is about giving back and, and talking about our amazing clients or, yeah. And when we do that, your business can, can grow. And it, it just was a beautiful thing to watch making employees happy and giving security to dancers who don't usually have jobs. And these days it's different. This now boutique fitness is, is a thing. But before, we, we had to look all over the place for fitness instructors, if you can believe that now. In 2006, we would put out an ad for bar teachers and no one would show up. No, like I had no that with all my friends, <laughs> telling yeah. their friends. And That's then they would, they would go through yeah. training and say, this is the hardest thing ever. I can't teach her. I'm like, you have to stay. Oh, she followed people into elevators. Like, you're I'm, really pretty. I was like, you're a rockette, right? You can teach this. Come on in. Yeah, so it was very hard. We just focused on finding the right teachers, giving them uh, solid compensation, giving them security, keeping our clients happy. And then lo and behold, your business does well. And then you want to do it again. And then you want to do it again and again and again. And now it's much more of a business. I mean, now you have to have a finance team and you have to make sure that uh, the business can grow the right way. But in the early days, the better service and the better product you delivered, the more likely you were to be successful. I'm not sure it's that way now because there's so much more competition. But it really was that, rather It's still similar. our same focus. It's just how do you do that? Like that was an early – that was – not so easy to focus on, and now I'd say that's what we still need to focus on and still want to deliver mm-hmm. the best product. The best, yeah. yeah, and the best and workout class and, and the best, best experience that mm-hmm. makes people want to stay. Yeah, well, I think that's really nice too. What you were saying about um, employing former dancers, because often that professions like dance have 
an age expiration date where mm-hmm. once you're, you know, mid-20s, you're getting replaced by a teenager. And so, you know, it's really nice to be able to give that opportunity to people. We get to help them pursue their dreams while they're dancing. And sometimes they come and go. They do a tour and they come back. And then sometimes they come to us and they say, I want to make this my career. And they help us open in Dubai or around the world or become trainers. And, yeah. How many employees do you guys have? For the, the U.S. business, there's 130. And if you include, well, they're not employees, but if you include just the network yeah, and all of people. the people, so it's probably you know, up to 170, 180. That's amazing. That's truly amazing. amazing. Yes, it's great. And Tanya was referencing this morning, we had a celebration for one of our top, top teachers, and she's a um, senior management team. And she's in charge of 50 teachers, but in the network, I think we have 70 teachers. Right. So it's a lot of, right. and that's 70 right. people Overseeing. to teach the method. And keep the quality. Responsibility. <laughs> and the training never ends at the seat. Yeah. Constantly innovating and growing in formats. And yeah, that's actually the next thing that I wanted to ask you guys about. Because as you were alluding to, it's sort of a climate of boutique fitness lately. You know, nobody wants to go to the gym. Everybody has their favorite boutique fitness class. Mm-hmm. So in this climate where every minute there's a new trendy fun exercise class or maybe it's a fad or maybe it'll stay forever mm-hmm. how do you how do you not only keep your market share but keep the interest of new clients in the marketplace I think that's a great question I think it is um, I think it's always about the quality I think people especially in New York City our clients and New Yorkers want quality and they and they know that but I also oh, think it's, it's, it's a it's a problem that women aren't seeing primarily women aren't seeing the results that they used to see because they're going all over the place and not just sticking with one thing or two things, that they're not really learning any particular method really well, and um, that can lead to injury, and that can lead to not seeing the results that they want. So um, I think our, that's what keeps women coming back, is that A, they see the results quickly. B, we offer so many different class formats. We have everything from mat to yoga. We actually just launched um, a dance cardio class, and I I think what, what the balance is, is staying true to, not trying to be all things to all people, um, but staying true to your to what our core competencies are. Um, but we have the best dancers in New York City, so why wouldn't we offer the best dance class? So we have dance cardio, and they're sprinkled throughout. So for our annual members or members that come a lot, they can try different things. Um, but we have a 400 classes a week. So Which is amazing. Yeah. So... You guys happen to have a really um, prominent celebrity following and clientele, which I think must help you, right? So mm-hmm. can you speak a little bit to that? Why do you think people in the entertainment industry gravitate toward Physique 57? Um, it's, a, it's a good question. I, I mean, for one, we're always happy that the celebrities that come have come organically. So we never pay the celebrity. They just come in with friends, usually. And um, and we'll get the phone call that you know, so-and-so's in class and... It's very exciting. <laughs> the that front desk is very exciting, exciting yeah. for sure. Uh, I think, you know, from what we hear, it's challenging and it makes your body slimmer and more toned. And whereas other exercises, you might have more uh, probability of injury or you might bulk or, you know, usually when you're getting ready for a film, you're just trying to look smaller and toned, more toned. Right. They need to get ready for a film quickly. And so I think that's why we also attract a lot of actresses and celebrities. And they feel comfortable. They don't make a big deal about them, I think. So they like yeah. that. They just yeah. kind of seem autonomous. And, yeah. yeah. 
but we also have our video on demand business and we we really get to reach a lot of viewers and I think that helps that you can do it anywhere anytime as well and, and that it's it reaches uh, around the world somebody can be pulsing and squeezing so it's <laughs> right yeah. now it's 24 hours a day you yeah. know with a Z class going on and that's just in the studios and then digitally it's definitely right. so when people when actresses yeah. have to travel they can do it in their hotel room or Models. And what percentage of your business do you think is online versus um, in person? The online is still growing. So because we have so many studios with so many classes, it's just a huge number. Uh, but as far, as far as revenue and profit, the video on demand business just grows dramatically every year. So at some point, they might be even. So right now, it's still the studio business, but it, it's growing really, really quickly. That's amazing. Yeah. I feel like the internet and social media have, have really paved the way for opening up the world, right? Everything is available at your fingertips now. Yes, and it's just so gratifying when we get emails or Facebook posts from people around the world, like Vietnam or Singapore and Nairobi. Nairobi. <laughs> it's really, and people are doing this all, all over. And what they might have heard about it from a friend in Bangkok or... They don't yeah, have it. We don't realize that. It's like until you travel. It's like in New York City, we have everything at our fingertips, and like how much that means to someone that they can get the same quality. We're now live streaming our in studio classes anywhere in the world and feel a part of that class. That's so amazing. So you know, you guys have obviously been immensely successful, but I think one thing that is more interesting for people to hear about is the times that you've been less successful. So I'm curious, what have been the yeah. biggest challenges in your business? How much time? I can do a whole other podcast. <laughs> so your kind of your biggest challenges, your biggest setbacks, the times when you felt like you wanted to throw in the towel. I would say, I mean, there's so many. Uh, there was a time where we had, we were about what I thought was like 48 hours from signing a lease. We had hired the teachers. It was a great space. We had done all the architectural plans. I mean, by the time you're about to sign a lease, you've spent a ton of money already because the lease just kicks it all off. And the person who was the the, the seller turned uh, decided not to sell, so we couldn't get the space. We had maybe seven employees that I didn't know what to do with. We had them on healthcare. And we got we, creative. We got very, very creative, <laughs> and we didn't fire anyone. We yeah. kept everybody. And that was the tough one. That's literally one of those situations where the phone rings and you answer and they say, actually, the, the person doesn't want to rent you the space. Bye. And you realize that you've spent like nine months preparing for that. So that it, that wasn't necessarily a case where I wanted to throw in the towel. It was just... I don't think we ever um, wanted to throw in the towel. I think no, it's just been it's, like, wow, what do we do now? This one. This exactly. is a whopper. This is a whopper. I got a whopper for you. You better sit down. <laughs> but I also think those are, they're, they're not setbacks. They're, they're actually opportunities for comebacks and experience. And, and hopefully we can at some yeah. point start to give back all of our business experience. Yeah. To and others. that's just one example. I'm yeah. not even sure that's the worst. I, that's just one that I remember. Um, that's a good one. That was a, like, then it ended up kind of having a funny, uh, remember when we made the schedule. So we sat down with it. This was, yeah, we just printed out a huge poster 
paper. Yeah, so we took our schedule and we started adding in five classes. Feet, well, five feet high and five feet wide, mm-hmm. and we crawled on we it. We had to add, like, to add classes. classes. I had to, we had to find classes for these seven teachers to teach. So seven times 15. Yeah, so we <laughs> were very busy. We all had pencils, and we were adding classes. And you just found places for them. You yes, and, we, and you we, made it work. we were yeah. literally crawling on this piece of paper. Like, I think on Mondays in the morning, there's some room for something Your over there. Yeah, we should have <laughs> That's a good that thing. would be a good front back picture. Sure. I know. This is before iPhones, so we probably weren't taking pictures. Yeah, Pre-Instagram, pre-everything. So, yeah. Yes, we did start the business, uh, which Tony reminded me today. We started the business without, it was before social media. So it was literally where you just sent out emails to people. And Word of mouth. Out. Word of mouth. What's your best advice for someone who's kind of new to fitness and trying to get into it, and they don't know exactly where to start, um, and they're kind of a newbie. Uh, to start a business or to take class? Uh, to, uh, well, I met this in the sense of getting fit from the consumer. Oh, okay. I was still in business land. Well, find yourself a good business partner. <laughs> find yourself a gen man of me. Um, oh, so advice, um, gosh, go easy on yourself. It's a journey. It's not a destination. Uh, you know, I... It's hard when people say, just accept your body. You know, no, no, you know, yes, there's a certain level of acceptance wherever you are, and, and but then there's also find something you love to do that's going to be good back to you. You do not need to suffer to get a beautiful, strong body, that healthy body. Um, so be kind to your muscles and your joints because you want you want to be doing something, as Jen said, for a long time. And mm-hmm. you know, that's the one thing I love about the method. I've been teaching it over 25 years. I've done 15 classes a week for many of them. And I've taught some of the same clients since the early 90s. So, so you want to find something that you know works and it's going to be you know, for the long haul. And I would add to this that a lot of people will say that they feel like they need to get in shape before they start to exercise. Oh, yeah. And that is just so not not necessary. I mean, you yeah. can be, you could not have worked out for your entire life and show up for a physique class or any class. It doesn't, even if you did half of it, I had a friend who once just did the warm-up and then left. And then the next week she did, like, the warm-up and thighs and left. Then she did the warm-up, the thighs, and our glute section. She just, by, like, in three months, she did the whole class. It's like, yeah, there's no... Yeah, you have to know yourself. There's no judgment. There's no judgment. We're just happy. And people come and try it and stick with it. That's awesome. And then what's your advice for someone who's an entrepreneur trying to start a business (laughs) in this space or really any space? I would say if you're realistic, and I... I speak with entrepreneurs sometimes at Columbia Business School or just um, I'm actually meeting with someone tomorrow who's asking for advice. And I just think you need to be really conservative with your expectations and your and your modeling. And, I mean, in, when the Internet was taking off, everyone thought, like, oh, every company can grow at 200% every year for 30 years. And it's just, that's just not how it works. And so asking yourself, really, where are you getting your clients from? And realistically, how often are they coming? And how much is your class going to be? I mean, sometimes I, I'm, I'm actually just surprised by how people don't think about those simple things. They think about the real estate and the branding. Like, and I, they know what, they're, they're very coming? excited who's about buying? what it's going to look like. <laughs> and uh, they don't necessarily want to worry about who's coming. Yeah, the specifics <laughs> are everything, right? Yes. So then when you start to ask that, it's like, oh, wait, you're right. Because people do not necessarily walk in and then come three times a week for the rest of their lives. They just don't. Um, some people will, but most will come maybe <laughs> once a month and still love you. But 
really the, the usage patterns are sporadic. So you need a ton of clients. You need thousands and thousands and thousands of people to come sometimes. And they don't always catch that. You yeah. know, it's not like I'm going to have 300 people come every day. It's not how a competitive world operates. Wow. That's really interesting because you have to be... It's part of your business, too. Realistic, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to have a database that's extensive. Mm -hmm. Extensive. 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 And it's, you know, so someone can come even to you probably like four times in a year, and then you won't see them for many years, and then they'll come back. I mean, not, they're not just going to come to you for the rest of their lives four times a year. Uh, you hope <coughs> people move and they change plans and... A baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a little coffee charge, and then, you know, our time is limited. You guys are really fascinating, and I could keep you here for the whole rest of the night, but um, our time is a little bit limited. Um, since this is Beauty Bosses, I wanted to close by asking you guys a little bit about those concepts. So what does beauty mean to you, and what does being a boss mean to you? <laughs> Let's see if I can get this out. <clears throat> Sorry, you go no, first. No first. You go first. <laughs> so for for beauty, I would say, and this I think is a big part of physique and what attracted me to physique fifty seven or the Lottie Burke method at the time and why it was so passionate about keeping it going, was it really is a beauty product. And the confidence and the happiness that I got from this exercise that hopefully people can find from whether it's bar, physique, or any exercise, I really look at physique fifty uh, I look at beauty as Confidence mixed with happiness. Because I don't know how you could be beautiful if you're not confident, you're not happy. I mean, you could just be gifted and have an amazing looking face, but you still need to glow <laughs> right. and be from but the inside. Just congratulations so about your face, yes, right? Yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, then, um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> congratulations, you have amazing genes. Um, you know, that's not really beauty. That's just good luck. Um, but what I would say about being a, a boss is it's really like almost like investigative reporting. Like it's, I just am so curious about the people I work with and I feel like the more you know them, the more you understand them and then you can ask them questions about their intentions and really guide them in a way that's more natural rather than saying just do things my way, which I did for the first five years of the business, by the way, and then <laughs> realized that that's really not how you're going to build a team and build friendships at work. You know, if you don't like, I mean, I 100% believe if you don't like the people you work with, you're just not going to do well. And I have like no tolerance for not enjoying a day. So I think learning more, we have actually this program at, at uh, Physique called Physique Inspired where we bring people in and we really ask them to talk about themselves, what they're proud of about themselves, to inspire each other. And we just get to know each other so much better and Almost every time the word product is even better after because we just know them more. So I think managing people or being a boss is really getting to know someone and seeing what makes them tick and how you can make them better. I really like that. What do you think, Tanya? So I could talk again. Um, so <laughs> I, I personally don't like considering myself a boss. <clears throat> I like to, I heard a great quote about leadership and I like to think of myself as a leader. Um, and a leader is someone that encourages or inspires someone to go somewhere that they wouldn't ordinarily go without your influence. And so I hope to think that um, the people in the company that I work with feel that I'm a leader. And as far as beauty, um, I think it's it's striving 
for me to be the best version of myself, <clears throat> body, mind, and spirit. So you can have, similar to what Joan's saying, you have a great body, but like, what are you thinking? You know, I think yeah. thoughts and emotions, it all goes together. That's the constant process going on with what's going on in the world and personally and at work and just kind of tying those three things together. That's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being thank here. You. Um, we really appreciate your time. We'd love to gift you guys some products from Scientific wow. Beauty. So thank if there's you. anything that you'd like, just say the word. Thank, thank you. you. Um, I think we, 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 I'm wearing an orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the lip <laughs> which I like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's like our, one of our top best selling products. So it's amazing. It. It's amazing. Yes. Um, we were here for about five minutes and they were like, on. we'll take that. <laughs> okay, well, good. So you guys have already crossed that one off. The yes. Um, well, I can't wait to hear all the exciting things that you guys have in store for Physique 57. Yeah, Please save a spot for me because as I soon will. as my baby comes, I'm going to have to get my core back in shape. We are here for you. Um, <laughs> you helped me so much last time, by the way, I should mention before we close, I lost, I think, almost 50 pounds yeah, as a result of Physique and, you know, just general life stuff. It worked. Um, it worked. Yeah. So that's great. Well, thank you guys again. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. See you soon. See you. See you in the bar. See you in the bar.